So we're holding by Shmuel Bey's Perik Gimel Pasuk Hey. The learning tonight should be Zchus Elinish Maser Bechiel Mechol Ben Asher and Yecheskel Shraga Ben Avram Yehuda as well as Zchus for Fushlema from Moshe Ben Miriam. So we learned previously that Amnon David's oldest son was infatuated with his sister Tamar, but he felt unable to be able to act on his desires. He didn't see a uh, opportunity or a um, uh, ability in any way to be able to be with her in a permissible fashion. So, as a result of his infatuation, he becomes sick, lovesick, and Yenadav, his friend, picks up on this and asks him what's wrong, and Amnon tells him that he wants to be with his sister Tamar, but he can't. So, Yenadav now comes up with a plot. So, in Pasuk Heva, Yemelo Yenadav, so Yenadav says to Amnon, Go lie down in your bed, and act like you're sick. Make like you're bedridden. When your father comes to see you, when David comes to be with and he says, "What can I do for you?" So, you should say to him, "Let my sister Tamar come. Let her feed me bread. Let her prepare the meal, a light meal, in front of me, so that I should see it, and it will stimulate my appetite, and then she'll be able to feed me with her own hand." So, this uh, plot will allow Amnon to get to be alone with Tamar. Now, in accordance with the way the Gemara in Sanhedrin uh, that we said last time is that Yonadav really was a Russia and this was an evil plot, and he intended all along for, Amner, for Amnon to have an opportunity to abuse Tamar, and this was a plot to allow that to be accomplished. The Mechilta, to support the Gemara, brings down that Yonadav's name is really spelled Yud and then a He, like Yehoinadav, but in Pasuk Gimel, the hay is removed from Yehoinadav's name. It's only Yehoinadav because the hay was taken away as a result of him uh, being a Rasha. And that's why Hashem took the hay out of his name in this Pasuk. And that supports what we saw in Ovis Drevnostin, which again we mentioned last time, that don't be close to a Rasha. Uh, don't get close to an evil person to be able to hear any of their advice. And even if you're doing it because you want to be Makar of the person, you should stay far away from an evil person. Now what's interesting is that despite the Gemara and despite most of the Rishonim learning like the Gemara, the Malbim actually learns just the opposite. The Malbim brings down, he says whenever the Pasuk refers to someone as a Chacham, like we saw in Pasuk Gimel, it says that So the Malbim says whenever it says that someone was a Chacham without saying anything further about what type of Chacham, it means that they were a good person. In other words, that they're um, ideas and their suggestions were intended litoif. And he actually learns that Yenadav intended nothing bad with his advice here, and we'll see how the um, the Malbim explains the advice from Yenadav in a good way, but the point is that he learns actually, not like the Gemara, he learns that Yenadav actually was a good person. The, the um, um, art scroll suggests that Maybe the Malbim feels that way because Yonadav was David's nephew, and it's unlikely that he's going to come up with a scheme that's going to bring shame upon his cousin and his uncle. And in addition, if you think about it, you know, when David Amelech uh, looks into this matter, because it's going to come out after it happens, and uh, David uh, tries to, you know, hold those accountable, uh, uh, those responsible accountable, you know, Yonadav is going to be dragged into it. Now, unlike Amnon, he has really nothing to gain from this other than Amnon's friendship. So it is a little hard to understand why Yonadav would come up with this plot if, you know, he really had minimal to gain from it. Um, so it, there is some uh, support for the Malbim's way of learning. 
So first the Malbim explains, Yonadav asks Amnon what's wrong, because he understood from the fact that he was feeling what the Pasuk refers to as dal, as weak or poor, basically not himself in the morning, he understood that that's coming because of some yearning for something that he's missing. It's keeping him up at night, right? There's some desire that he has that's keeping him up at night. Not necessarily a bad desire, just Yonadav was wondering why, what's bothering you at night that's keeping you up, that in the morning you'll look like you didn't get any sleep. So the Malbim explains what is Yonadav's advice here in Pasuk, hey, if it's not Lara. So he says like this, he says, really Yonadav did not intend for Amnon to violate Tamar. What he wanted is that he wanted to create a situation where David should become aware of Amnon's love for Tamar, and David should give his blessing and allow Amnon to marry Tamar. Because really, as we said, halachically, they were both mutter. So what, how did Yonadav come up with the way he said, go and ask the king to send for my sister, that she should come and she should uh, basically be the one to comfort me and help me feel better. The king will be able to pick up on that. Oh, there's a special relationship here. There's a special feeling of, of security, of, of there's some, some deeper relationship here that Amnon feels for Tamar. It's probably because he has strong feelings for her, and in that way, David will, it will intuit from that that Amnon is interested in marrying Tamar, and David will give his blessing. He also says, look at Yonadav's instructions in Pasake. Yonadav really speaks out of order, because really the order is Tamar should come and bake the food and then feed it to him. But that's not what Yonadav tells him. Yonadav tells him that you should say to David that Tavina Tamar Achoisi Vitavreni Lechem, feed me the food, the Asasal Enayasabir, then make the food, so that I should see it and get an appetite. But Yonadav says, start by telling David the first thing you want is you want her to come only so that Vitavreni Lechem, let her feed me bread so she has to bake it in order to feed me bread, but I want her to feed me. David will say, understand, well, you need her specifically to be the one to feed you. Oh, David will understand from that. Oh, Amnon is interested in Tamar a little bit more than just a brother-sister type of relationship, and he'll uh, uh, perceive from that that Amnon wants to marry Tamar. So says the Malbim, you know, David really was trying to come up with a way of Amnon without coming out and expressly telling David his feeling, but be able to show David through his actions that he was interested in marrying his sister, and David should ultimately give his blessing. Now, the Malbim says, Amnon, though, turns it around and uses this opportunity that Yonadav comes up with, Lira. Why? Because when Amnon, David comes in, Amnon doesn't say what Yonadav told him. Amnon changed it. Let's see, Pasuk Vav, Vayishkav Amnon. Amnon lay down in his bed. Vayishkav, and he made believe he was sick. So David comes to visit him. Vayoymer Amnon el Amelech. Amnon says to the king, let my sister Tamar come and let her prepare um, two fried dishes like dumplings in front of me and then I will so that I can eat it from her hand. Now, he leaves out the initial visavreni lechem in the beginning. He changes it around because Amnon does not want David to pick up on the fact that he wants specifically Tamar to feed her. So he sort of throws that in at the end, but he makes it like all he really wants is to see her cooking, and in that way he'll have an opportunity to be alone with her. So that's why the Malbim learns that actually Yonadav was really giving good advice, or at least intending for it to, to be something good, and Amnon himself was the one who turned it around and used it as an opportunity for bad.